if meet you, I'm asked about what I will ask the doctors to change. I'm just trying to emphasize. Maybe a lot of doctors are doing it, but I just emphasize that don't treat the patient using numbers. Treat the patient as a patient. The Iason Global Kidney Care Podcast is made possible by the ongoing support of Iason members. Become a member today, and let us together advance kidney health and knowledge worldwide. Go to the Iason.org to start your journey. So hi everyone and welcome to our podcast and we're going to have a real focus on World Kidney Days today. Um, so we have a couple of people with us um, and I'll let them introduce themselves. So um, we've got Cam Kalantazadi. Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, you probably don't need an introduction to be fair. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Smitha. This is Cam, Cam Kalantazadi. I'm a nephrologist in Southern California uh, and also uh, serve as chief of nephrology at the University of California, Irvine, uh, former president of the International Federation of Kidney Foundations and World Kidney Alliance. And also uh, I've been privileged to co-chair the World Kidney Day with my uh, astute colleague, Dr. Philip Blatt. Okay, um, yeah, Philip. Thank yes. you, everyone. Thanks, Mita and Roberto and Cam. Uh, I'm Philip Lee. Uh, I'm a nephrologist in Hong Kong, uh, serving in the Chinese University of Hong Kong, Prince of Wales Hospital. Uh, I am the co-chair of Welcome Day Steering Committee, representing the ISN. And uh, my past experience, including the uh, president of the Asian Pacific Society of Nephrology, as well as the International Society for Peritoneal Dialysis. Thank you. So um, I'll kick off um, going straight into um, the World Kidney Day Joint Steering Committee has declared 2021 the year of living well with kidney disease. Um, So, Cam, what does that actually mean? Uh, Okay, that's a good question. Why living well with kidney disease? So uh, the the World Kidney Day has a, a joint steering committee uh, with uh, half of colleagues coming from the International Society of Nephrology and the other half coming from the uh, uh, International Federation of Kidney Foundations. Uh, and they jointly every year decide what the theme of the a year should be, the coming year. And this time, there was a discussion as to whether we should continue with prevention, prevention of kidney disease, which is very important. Now, at the same time, we thought since the, uh, the focus of the prior years had been prevention of kidney disease or prevention of also er- uh, having early kidneys and prevention of uh, progression of kidney disease, which is called secondary and tertiary prevention, we thought that uh, given that 10% of the adult population, 10 to 15% of the adult population of almost every nation has kidney disease. So it's important to make sure that these individuals, especially those with more advanced kidney disease, they, they still feel that uh, their problems and their issues are also being addressed by the uh, word kidney day. So living well with kidney disease means that if you have kidney disease, it's not too late. And if you have even advanced kidney disease, we are here for you. And we are here to increase education and awareness. Yeah, well worthy uh, cause. And and Philip, so um, any thoughts on, on, on that question as well, but also, you know, how much did the song initiative contribute towards uh, the World Kidney Day 
plan, uh, particularly because I can see there's reference to it in the Kidney International Special Report that was recently published. Um, I was interested to hear the contribution of this, the work that Song has done. Yeah, I think that's a very, very good point. Uh, like Cam was just said, and uh, I think uh, the World Kidney Day Steering Committee group thinks that uh, patients themselves are very important. So we think that uh, this time we use the point of life participation and then patient empowerment is what we want to emphasize to the world. So you mentioned about song and then I think we all know that uh, there's actually a, a different perspectives that has been post, uh, promoted, I think at least for the past five or six years and uh, in different groups of kidney disease patients. And so I think we use this as a matter of fact for the uh, patient care and then the patient focused care. And this time we also involve is including the partner of the patients. So it's very important. Uh, we all know that uh, the patients have been very much involved and also affected by kidney disease. But it's not only the kidney disease that affects the patients, but all the family members or those friends or close relatives who are closely linked up with the patients actually have very much significant effect by the kidney disease of their partners. So this time uh, we make use of uh, some of the song, uh, uh, what we I call the uh, outcome uh, measures and also initiatives so that we will uh, actually use that for some of the initiatives that we promote to the world. Okay, great. Um, thank you so much, uh, Philip, for that um, explanation, particularly because I know a lot of people have participated in songs. So it's really good to see that those patient and healthcare voices coming into um, World Kidney Day. Um, one of the other questions I had was around um, the ISM covers the world. So low middle income countries, as well as uh, the US and, and, and Europe. How do you think um, the approaches will be different? Or do you think they're the same um, across? So perhaps um, carrying on with uh, Philip, and then I'll let Cam give a comment on that. Yes, I think that's very important. Uh, you you mentioned very nicely about the uh, focus and uh, on the low and middle income countries. And as a matter of fact, uh, in our uh, steering committee, we do have uh, representatives uh, from the low and middle income countries as well. So when we discuss that, we actually feel that uh, they also feel the patient uh, outcome in terms of what actually the patient feels are very important. Uh, for example, just that the patient, if they can get away from doing dialysis or uh, in their beliefs and in their uh, daily living, many of the quality of life things, uh, including uh, getting out of depression or uh, including the religious belief that will help them uh, in the lower middle income country, that probably are equally important to the usual, what we call uh, medical treatment to the patients. So I think a lot of these actually are slightly beyond uh, what we call medicalization of uh, the usual uh, perspectives from we as healthcare professionals viewing uh, the patient outcomes. Kama, the World Kidney Day has been around for many years. So, so what are the lessons learned that you guys are incorporated to the current edition? Uh, 
thank you, Roberto, for asking. Uh, and, and that's true. The work you today has been around for 15 plus years. Uh, as we have been trying to explore how to increase education and awareness about kidney disease, different themes have been chosen. For example, kidney disease in children, kidney disease in women, kidney, uh, access to care for kidney disease management or for kidney disease prevention. So every year uh, we have tried to highlight a different focus and uh, angle uh, related to kidney disease. And I think what we found that uh, that the World Kidney Day per se was long overdue, even if it has been around now for 15 years. Uh, World Kidney Day has contributed enormously to uh, bringing to the prime time the topic of kidney disease. This is uh, sadly, in most nations and all throughout the world, uh, many are not aware of the uh, prevalence of kidney disease and impact of kidney disease. While everybody knows probably from uh, a lot about heart disease, about diabetes and cancer and many other things. So altogether, I think it has been a very successful uh, a project and and together we are here also to continue to improve and expand on on the World Kidney Day and its mission. I would like to jump into uh, uh, sort of uh, either supplement or actually echo what Cam has uh, said uh, because I'm actually uh, have been involved in the World Kidney Day Steering Committee since uh, I think 2006 and then it's actually been quite a while now. And uh, what I can say is. Uh, uh, at the same time, we have topical issues each year, which the Working Day Steering Committee chosen uh, to be the topical theme. But all the time, we think that the awareness of kidney disease is the ultimate goal of the whole kidney day, working day movement. So dare to say that the working day movement has been growing very strong and uh, getting stronger and stronger. And actually, I think become one of the most uh, 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 important uh, global promotion of kidney disease, uh, disease uh, machinery, I would call it, and uh, around the world, including uh, healthcare professionals, patients, relatives, politicians, governments, uh, Ministry of Health, uh, industries, and so on, are actually paying attention to what World Kidney Day try to paint in that year. And uh, we are very glad that we got supports from the various partners in order to achieve the goal. Can, can I also add, Philip, that uh, it has become an important legacy uh, of Dr. Philip Lee. He has been uh, around for a long time with this kidney disease uh, uh, project and his work kidney day. And uh, we should really thank uh, uh, Philip for what he has done and his important leadership to this end. So Kim, is it time for a kidney month? Okay, that's quite interesting. Is it time for Kidney Month uh, in addition to Kidney Day, uh, World Kidney Day, and maybe World Kidney Week, World Kidney Month? What we, we are saying, actually, what I learned uh, from uh, Dr. Philip Lee and others is that it's not just a day. 
When we say, for example, living well with kidney disease, not only the entire uh, week, but the entire month of March should be celebrated and, and the team should be acknowledged. But throughout the year, the entire 2021 is the year of living well with kidney disease. Similar to Chinese year, when we say this is the year of rabbit, the entire year is about that. So this is going to be the case now. Robert, I'm, we're going to take you up on your uh, important question and offer and, and uh, encourage you and your colleagues to make sure the message comes across that the entire year is the year of living well with kidney disease. Yeah, I think, Roberto, you, you mentioned very rightly that uh, we, we shouldn't just focus on that day because you know that uh, since the start, World Kidney Day is actually the second Thursday of March that year. So you can see that it's always uh, the different day of the year uh, because that's uh, the whole purpose uh, uh, in the initial design. But uh, as it goes by, uh, uh, we have been sort of uh, focusing on spreading the event uh, to be mentioned and also to be uh, stressed throughout the year. So I think, Roberto, you're absolutely right. So we are not actually looking into month, but actually throughout the year. So, But the World Kidney Day itself is already an icon. So. We won't change that word. I mean, the WKD, everyone knows about it and everyone talks about it, it's WKD. But I think nowadays, I, I don't think people will just focus on one day. We will actually use that as an uh, uh, initiative uh, to more promote it throughout the year. Yeah, I love that. The year of the living well with kidney disease um, launched on World Kidney Day is a real focus for what we should be doing, a real change in um, approach. Um, if you um, could ask clinicians um, to make a change, um, what change do you think you might want them to do, you know, in their approach to patients with kidney disease? You know, if you had to launch on World Kidney Day, what you wanted them to do for the next year, um, what kind of things would you want them to, to do? Um, Cam, maybe I can throw that mean question at you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's interesting that you're asking uh, myself, a uh, busy uh, practitioner, and Practicing as a clinician in Southern California, taking care of a large number of dialysis patients and, and patients with chronic kidney disease. And I think one thing we need to learn that just giving patient medications and, and then preparing them for dialysis or kidney transplantation, going and, and rounding on patients during dialysis, this is not enough. What we have learned that for patients, kidney disease is a part of their lives that affects everything. We need to reconnect to patients. We need to see why they're suffering. When a patient says that, doctor, I'm, I'm, I have fatigue, I have problems, I have uh, uh, sleep issues, I have mental uh, issues that are affecting me and, and family members, we need to go beyond dialysis and kidney transplantation and medications we are using. We need to look at the patient as a human being who, who is dealing with these problems. And on top of that, one thing also that's in the title of uh, World Kidney uh, Day of this year, Living Well with Kidney Disease, Empowering Patients and Care Partner. Care Partner is a caregiver who is also affected. I mean, whereas a caregiver is a, a one-way pr uh, provision of care, Care Partner means somebody who is affected uh, similar to the patient. is a patient's spouse, patient's wife, patient husband, parents, children, and we need to help them. We need to be aware of that. So therefore, it's important for clinicians to be to to be to acknowledge living well with kidney disease and and to adjust 
and improve approaches. I would like to continue and then Cam said very well with uh, all this uh, about the patient's participation and life partners. I think uh, if Smita, you I'm asked about what I would ask the doctors to change, I'm just trying to emphasize, maybe a lot of doctors are doing it, but I just emphasize that don't treat the patient using numbers, treat the patient as a patient. So, I mean, in kidney disease, especially in dialysis, many a time we talk about things of KTOV, clearance, uh, that sort of thing, but they are important. But treat the patients, asking them about their appetite, uh, how do they feel in terms of any malaise, uh, do they have uh, uh, pruritus, itchiness, did they sleep well? All these are actually, to say the least, as important, if not more important, than the dialysis adequacy in the numbers that you get every day or every week from the from the chemical pathology department. So, so I think for the healthcare professionals, so look at the patient, talk to the patient, in addition to the numbers that you are getting. Yeah, uh, and, and Philip, can I maybe just add one thing? Since we don't have uh, Dr. Allison Tong with us, uh, Dr. Philip Lee uh, uh, invited uh, Allison to be an important uh, contributor to this year's uh, uh, Living World with Kidney Disease main, uh, article. And, and she, and as you, Smitha, mentioned the song study uh, spearheaded by her, by her, she always found a number of important studies that Philip highlighted. Ability to travel, dialysis free time, addressing fatigue, cognition, depression, ability to work and study. These are things that we nephrologists or healthcare professionals or providers, we need to be aware of and address them as Dr. Philip White astutely alluded to. Yeah, absolutely. Life participation. I really took that from your article and, you know, treating patients and not numbers is all part of ensuring our patients participate in life. Um, I, I really like that term, life participation. So I know that we're running out of time. I could spend absolutely hours talking to you both, um, but I think we'll uh, we'll draw to a close. And thank you both for your leadership in the area as well. I think it's important to acknowledge that. And I'm really looking forward to the year of living well with kidney disease launched on World Kidney Day. Um, thank you. And also from me, uh, Philip and Cam, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of you guys. Thanks so much for participating. <laughs> thank you. Me too, all, all of you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.